from the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel in Dublin, Ireland. You're listening to the award-winning What's the Story podcast. Now, here's your hosts, Danny Murray and Graham Merrow Merrigan. Hello and welcome to chapter 52 of What's the Story podcast. <laughs> All right. 50? 50. 52. 52. I'm Danny Murray. <laughs> and you're? Graham Merrigan. Oh, yeah. How are you? Gray. Gray. How are you? Giddy. <laughs> I never noticed. <laughs> Very giddy. I'm not giddy. This is brilliant, right? Chapter 52, What's the Story Podcast. I'm Danny Murray. He's Graham American. We're in Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel. Check out fitzpatrickscastle.com. Great bargains, great deals, great food, great rooms, great everything. Friday. Fridays. Oh, the bottomless barbecue. Every Friday this summer. Ring them in advance. Book your spot. 27 quids. Unlimited food. Unlimited Prosecco. Treat the lay day. Or, you know, treat the same-sex partner. Mm. It's all good. It's all good, man. Come on, DSO. Hashtag home 12. <laughs> treat the dogs. Yeah, yeah, bring home. It's unlimited. So See, you there's could a new uh, puppy cafe where you can bring dogs. We didn't. Yeah, it's oh. in town. We wouldn't bring Cleo there. No. Cleo's an anti-social fecker. <laughs> Is she? She must be barking and wrecking the gas. She loves me. She does love you, actually, right. yeah. She doesn't beep at our beep. She doesn't bark at me. <laughs> she's doing well to beep at you. <laughs> ah, she's a great dog. Love that dog. Um, yeah, if you do have a dog, why don't you just bring home an old sausage or two from up here? <laughs> barbecue, stick them, in your po- stick them in your pocket. Say nothing. Bring up the tray. Mm-hmm. So there you go, bottomless Prosecco, bottomless field. 27 quid. Can't go wrong. Every Friday, this summer. Get on it. Get on it. Get on it. <sighs> yeah. I'm very tired and very giddy. I'm tired, man. Just tired? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard work, isn't it? <laughs> it's very hard work. It's hard at the top. Hard at the top. Right. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Loads. <laughs> you got Billy Joel for three euro. Oh, my God, yeah. Actually, Graham, here, look, we'll do this as housekeeping because I can't think of anything else. Uh, do you know what time it is? Well. Time for something I like to call housekeeping. Right, so Billy Joel, three quid in Tesco, the greatest boy ever bought me life. Gary Mackle won't be happy with that intro to housekeeping. I never got into Billy Joel. Um, yeah, I always kind of was on the fringes that I'd know songs. Like, if it came on the radio, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a good song. Or, like, if River of Dreams came on, you'd turn that shit up to 11. Like, Have you seen him live? In the middle of the night. No. No, I haven't. Have you? I thought no. you did in Lansdowne. Do you play Lansdowne? No, I know you play at Kroger. Or was that Neil Diamond? Oh, I've seen Neil Diamond about 11 times. And they're all the same. 11 10 times. Love Neil Diamond. <laughs> Neil Diamond and Billy Joel. Oh, my God, Neil I won't have a bad word to say about Neil Diamond in this podcast. I'm, you're not going to hear it. It's all right, then. Um, yeah, three euro for Billy Joel's greatest hits. We've been talking about Billy Joel a lot in the podcast lately, I've noticed, actually. Cause oh, we had that you ar- have. We, th- we had that argument. This is what started it. The jo- is- Joel Joel. Yeah, because I actually heard River of Dreams on the radio coming up here one night. Yeah. And then we had our little lover's tip about, is it Joel or Joel? <laughs> even though we both agreed on. And actually, this carried over into... Um, we had mutual friends, John Angle, Noshane Burke, and, and Owen Ward. And uh, it, the argument carried over to the lads to the point where there is a restaurant at Newlands Cross, the new flyover there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So we rang them to see how they pronounced it, and that was the definitive answer. And they said, hello, Joels. And we were like, it's Billy Joel, then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what? Never mind. Hung up. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> so it's Billy Joel, definitely. Um, but yeah, three euro for the greatest hits. There are some belters on it, man. Belters. It's man, you get CDs so cheap these days, isn't it? Love it. Was there Love any it. more bargains to be had for... Oh, I don't know. I, I got out before they, they were on to me. Like, <laughs> Straight into just, it. Just it was into the basket, through the tail, gone. Didn't so say a word. In I was the like, car that's been played since. Oh, hasn't left a CD player. The moth's gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> Can I listen to Spin? No. Spin? Who listen? 15-year-old girls. And my girlfriend. Who's not 15? <laughs> 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 I had to qualify that really quickly. <laughs> She's 25, lads. It's all right. <laughs> Jesus, I put myself in hot water there, didn't I? <laughs> Gideon tired, Gideon tired, Gideon tired. You gonna finish that roll or what? No. No, it's too hard too yeah. much hard work, is it? I will after. Yeah, myself and Graham had lunch up here. We're recording. Had a little lunch day. Yeah. But we're both delicate, so it's hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Very delicate. Yeah. Um We have Mr. King Kelly on the show today. We do, can't wait to talk to him. And we are going to preview UFC 200. Yes, we are, because I'm going to it. Because you're going to it, and I am not um, You looking forward to it? Cannot wait, man, I cannot wait to go to Vegas. You got that su- surprise there a couple of weeks ago with Brock Lesnar, didn't you? Oh, good, I'm still erect. I remember you said, <laughs> I remember you actually said to me around March or April, imagine Brock Lesnar came back, and you, it was literally just a throwaway comment. Just, it was comment. a throwaway comment, completely. Knowing that it's not going to happen because yeah. he had just signed the new contract yeah. with WWE for four years. And, and then uh, they played that promo at UFC 199. Unbelievable. And I woke up half a Russia County leash. Unreal, man. Like, and part of the deal is that UFC... Paige Van Sant. Yeah. yeah. Paige Van Sant's going to be taking part in one of the WWE shows in the future, but... I love her. Um, the other part of the deal was that Lesnar is allowed to use his WWE walkout music. If Paul Heyman walks out with him, Graham... I will lose my I'd shit. say he'd be probably part of his entourage. I'd say Heyman will definitely be there in Vegas. But they will, he'll definitely be in Vegas. Yeah. And I'd say Stone Cold Steve Austin might be in <sighs> Undertaker. They, they went all, they went to most of his matches. I know, yes, I, so. I met the Undertaker. As the group. Yeah, I, um, I met the Undertaker when I was, when I say met, I had a wee beside him. <laughs> um, at the Lesnar Velasquez for a number of years ago. Six years ago now, actually. I would know what to say, man. I didn't. Right. All right, Tiger. Starry, bud. <laughs> Tiger, how are you? Mate? Not yourself, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very much so excited. I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. So I'll, uh, I'll be over there a few days. By the time you'll see... I'll, I'll have seen Brittany. <laughs> I'm going to see Brittany. Um, on the... Wednesday night, I think. Where's she on? Uh, Planet Hollywood. Oh, Planet Ho- oh, she's residency there, yeah. She does. Yeah, she's a resident of Planet Hollywood. She has that there ages, isn't she? Apparently so, yeah. Um, do you um, see she made... Um, do you watch Modern Family? Yes. You know Ed O'Neill? Yeah. Um, he was getting on a board a flight from Vegas to Hawaii. Right. Or LA to Hawaii or somewhere. And a woman comes up and says, oh, I'm a huge fan of Modern Family. Can I take a photograph? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Takes the photograph. Um, gets on his flight. Lands in Hawaii. And his manager rings him and says, when did you meet Britney Spears? He says, I don't know who you're talking about. I, I never met Britney Spears. So did you meet, you met Britney Spears at the airport before your flight? Oh, I just thought that was some blonde girl. 
He says, you idiot. It's, it's gone out. It's, it's on the internet. It's, it's on everywhere. Twitter. It's yeah. everywhere. You met Britney Spears. Um, so Britney Spears asked Ed O'Neill for a photograph and Ed hadn't a clue who she was. Ed O'Neill, big jiu-jitsu man. Yeah, he's black belt. Yeah, loves a bit of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Also, interesting fact about Ed O'Neill. Hails from Youngstown, Ohio. Same place that the one and only Tony Hinchcliffe of oh, this podcast fame hails from. And uh, Ray Boom Boom Mancini, the boxer. Just thought I'd throw that in there so I could get a slip little plug in for a previous chapter. Previous, do you know what chapter it was? Tony Hinchcliffe, chapter 30 something. I think it was 35. I think it was, yeah. Can't remember. We'll just go back on all the back catalog. They're yeah, all exactly, great chapters. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, you can check out his podcast as well, Kill Tony. It's very funny. Um, and he's a regular on Joe Rogan podcast and uh, very interesting dude, like in the sense that he could have worked for WWE as a writer. Mm. Um, instead went to comedy because he's a brilliant comedian. And uh, the Comedy Central roasts are all his doing. So, there you go. I didn't know that before we got him on, which is yeah. very interesting. But yeah, that's mad about Ed O'Neill and Britney Spears. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Um, I heard him, he said it, he, he told the story on Ellen DeGeneres. I love Ellen. Yeah, it's a good show. I love Ellen. Should we preview the main card for UFC? Yeah, um, there are a couple on the prelims that I would like to... Well, just very quickly, we'll just give quick predictions, will we? Okay, yeah. I'll just shout the fight and you say who you think will win, right? And then, yeah. uh, Jim. Well, every it's it's worth pointing out that nearly every fight on this card is exceptional. That's incredible. Like there Even are former the champions, prelims, and former champions on this and everything. Like and former contenders from ver- the very first fight all the way up, right? So, Jim Miller attacking Army Gomi. I'm saying Miller. Yeah, I think Miller. Uh, Gregard Musasi, Thiago Santos. Musasi. Gregard Musasi, I beat him. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, Diego Sanchez, Joe Lauzon, that's got fight and I written on it. Diego Sanchez will win. I'm going to say Joe Lauzon, submission. Sage Norcourt versus Enrique Martin. I'd hope good old Sage gets, yeah, a, I, gets I, a win. I know nothing about Enrique Martin, so I'm going to have to say Sage. Former champion, TJ Dillashaw versus Rafael Asuncao, the only man who has beaten, beaten him yeah. since, well, other than Dominic Cruz. TJ. Yeah, I think so. I'd love Asuncao to beat him because I hate TJ Dillashaw. Do you? Hate him. Why? Just irritating face. He irritated me when he was with Team Alpha Male. I just don't like the kid. He just really irritates me. He just has a face that I'd love to punch and then run away because he'd batter me. <laughs> but he's obviously quicker than me, so I'd run nowhere. So I just have to, in my head, imagine I'm punching him. Because obviously his technique would destroy mine. Johnny Hendricks, former champion versus Kevin Gastelum, ultimate fighter. Um, if Gastelum has struggled with weight cuts. Um, so is Johnny Hendricks. So is Johnny. Johnny... One of the, yeah, two of them. Jesus, that would be matched. It's that well, they They were matched because they're both struggling <laughs> they, they can't lose a few pounds. I can't really call that. Gastelin. Gastelin's a good fighter. Um, yeah, he's not bad. He's one of them. I think journeymen. To be honest, um, he's and, only twenty two or twenty three, isn't he? Yeah, but he's not going to stay. Of course. Okay, I'll go with Johnny. Mm. Who are you going with? Yeah, probably will be Johnny. Um, Oh, yeah, to be honest with you, I think that would be warmer to go for me chicken nuggets and chips. <laughs> I won't be doing, I don't think I'll put them in my accumulator. Definitely not. Um, Kat Zingano makes her return and she fights Juliana Penna. I'm going Kat Zingano Has all day. Kat Zingano not fought since last July? Since Ronda, I think. Is Ronda better? She's out over a year, isn't she? Was, do we not, did Kat Zingano not fight in the card we were at? you know. Last July. Um, I don't think she did, Graham, no. Um, oh, we seen her this September, sorry. February February 28, 2015, Ronda Rousey, when she lost in 14 seconds. I wonder we, why she's been out so, for so long. We uh, 178 was her fight before that against Amanda Nunes, and she won 
Um, that was September 27, 2014. Dustin yeah. Party and Conor McGregor. Demetrius Johnson was on that card as well. Deloitte, I've got to see him for that, That's all the prelims, right? So let's have a better so look. So Katzengano's on the prelims. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Hendricks, former champion on the prelims. Katzengano, I mean, 40 and second defeat to Ronda Rousey. was a freak fight. Like, uh, TJ Dillashaw on, on the prelims, like, which says a lot about that. Diego Sanchez, Joe Lauzon on the prelims. Like, on the, like, like the, the proper... Proper fight pass prelims, like not even Fox Sports prelims. It's mad, isn't it? Joe Lowe's on Diego Santa. That's gonna be a war, like Yeah, it will. Main card. That, that a lot of those fights would you'd see on a main card. Yeah, definitely. Uh <laughs> this is bananas. This is just this main card is bananas. Five fights, isn't there? One, two, three, four five fights. Three title fights. <laughs> this Crazy. is insane, man. Um and then the, the two that aren't title fights are bananas. Mm. Former world heavyweight champion Cain Velasquez versus Travis Hopper Brown. <laughs> that kicks off the show. That kicks off the main card. I think Travis is going to cause an upset. Oh. He's on a good good uh, little run. I don't like Cain Velasquez. Cain, I don't feel, will ever recover from his injuries, his niggling injuries. I, I don't like him. I've never liked him. I hate the fact that he has a stupid brown pride tattoo on his chest and thinks that's okay. If I had white pride tattooed on my chest, I'd be a racist. And yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if if he'll even make it to the fight. Two days time, apart. Shoulder might fall off or something. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna go Travis Brown. I'm gonna let me head real, uh, my heart real out my head. I think, mm. but mm. yeah, Travis Brown. <laughs> this this fight. Oh my god. Jose Aldo versus Frankie Edgar. This is a fight that could headline. Yeah. This is a fight that has headlined other cards. Well, another card. Yeah, but it bombed. The pay-per-view was. Well, yeah, it did, but that's... I love Frankie Edgar. I love him. It's going to be an interesting fight. It's going to be interesting how Jose is after his knockout. Frankie's going to smoke him. Yeah, do you think? Frankie is going to absolutely smoke him. What makes you think that now? Jose's a broken man. Do you think? I think Connor around him. I think Frankie... And There's I, nothing to suggest that, though. This will be the test. This will be the test, but I'm yeah. telling you now. I, yeah. think, I think Frank Yeager is going to... Frankie has never, ever been knocked out. No. Oh. And he just goes and goes and goes and goes. and go. if, if all the featherweights, if Connor does ever go back to 145, Frankie's the one I fear. But this is this is where I wanted to see Conor versus Frankie. UFC yeah, two hundred. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I just think Frankie's gonna absolutely smoke Jose. Interesting. I can't call it to be honest. Then five round, five, they had a bit of a war the last time they fought. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but I think Frankie has improved, whereas Jose hasn't. Yeah, yeah, you could be right. Like, and look, I think you could be right as well in, ter- in terms of saying that he, you think he's right. Look, and here's like, and I know this he hasn't is, recovered. This is a ridiculous comparison to make, and I know you shouldn't, but this will show you how amateur I am when it comes to the fight game. <laughs> Frankie, I love the self admittance there. Brilliant. Frankie absolutely battered Chad Mendes. Yeah, the guy mean battered him like, and Chad could have been under the influence, right? And Chad could have been popping like mad. In fairness to him, though, he has said, "All I want to, I fucked up." Mm. What was he on? Don't know. Yeah, I haven't read it. No, yeah. So Frankie absolutely battered Chad Mendes. Jose has beaten Chad twice, but twice he had to cheat to win. The first time, Mendes had him going for a takedown. Aldo grabbed the cage to stop the takedown, yeah. and literally in the same motion, need him in the face to knock him out. 
And what about? And the second time, he punched him a after good the three seconds after the bell. Yeah. And it was a punch that more or less killed Mendez. He didn't recover from I that throughout the fight. No. Like. So two, I would say, controversial wins. But then again, I don't like Jose Aldo. So Frank Yeager to smoke him. That's my prediction. Smoke him? I don't know. I can't call that. Okay. So are you, are you, you're going to sit on the fence on that? I'm not, it's not even that it's sitting on the fence. It's If the Frankie that steamroll Chad shows up, well, then Frankie's going to win all day. Okay. And it's the Jose that showed up first, what if, Connor. Then Frankie's going to win all day. Yeah, I was going to say. What if it's that? Let, let's, just, let's just say. Fra- I'm going with Frankie. There, I'm off the fence. All right, fair enough. I was going to, I was going to put in a scenario, but never mind. No. Women's bantamweight title fight. Misha Cupcake Tate versus Amanda Nunes. My, my Misha Cupcake Tate. See the pictures of her last week. I'll stop that. Oh, Misha is going to win, but I don't think it's going to be that easy. I, I think she'll win. Yeah, I think she'll win. Um, I love that she's not waiting for a a money fight, so to speak. I love that she's just getting straight in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really, really like Misha. I've got a lot of respect for her because she's been in the game a long time. Seems like a nice girl. You know what I mean? Seems down to earth. Seems cool about everything. Just whatever. Yeah. Uh, she's a slick player. Like she, she knows how to. She, she knows her fight plan. She knows her fight game. Like, you know. And um, I was delighted to see her be Holly Holm. I think she was a deserving winner. Like that was brilliant to be at, man. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. It was unreal. It was. I always said. If, I always in my predictions for that. I said. If um, I backed her, I had money on her. So. If Misha can take her down, it's over. Yeah, and it was a great fight. Loved it, it was. So we both saying Misha there. Yeah. All right, this fight. So excited. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Mark Hunt. Brock Lesnar's gonna beat him. Yeah. Heart says Lesnar. Head says Hunt. Brock doesn't like getting punched. He does not like people hitting his face at all. Like this is a dude who. Went sparring like wouldn't let people hit him. <laughs> this is the dude who I think in, I think in all but two, of, now all but one of his previous UFC fights, he wasn't rocked at some point. Brock, like Randy Couture, rocked him. Um, he, he recovered well. Shane Carwin battered him for a round. Frank Mir rocked him. Um, over him, obviously knocked him out. Over him was on horse tranquilizers. True. <laughs> um, okay, and obviously, I'd love Brock to win him, to beat him, but I just can't. It's it's heart versus head, isn't it? Lesnar has the nine inch reach advantage. Mm, it's huge. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um, if if you're Hunt, struggling, Hunt if, can take a battering though. He can, yeah. But what my whole thing is, everybody knows Mark Hunt's game. Everybody knows Hunter's trying to knock you out, and he can knock you out in the blink of an eye, don't get me wrong. But you would think, you would think a little, like, Brock Lesnar is a former champion, former UFC heavyweight champion, like, Mm. and up until diverticulitis kicked in, he was pretty much smoking everybody who came near him, with the exception of Stan Carwin, who battered him for a round. But Brock has since said that he, he had that condition for his whole UFC career. Yeah. And now that condition's gone. Yeah. Um. So, like, could he be even more of a beast, more of a freak? Is he too old now? He's thirty six. You know. Um. He's not that old. Like. Has he been training MMA? Andy Couture was 
champion at 42. Uh, yeah, but it's a di- di- slightly different scenario in the sense probably that... different kind of... Randy was kind of... sport. The sports evolved a lot. I was going to say, Randy was kind of there at a time when MMA was still finding new people to come through, whereas now you look at some of the people that are in that and you're like... This is it's a whole other ball game. Like these are dudes who've been training just MMA. Randy was a wrestler who went to MMA. Yeah. Whereas these are guys who have been training just MMA. Like Who are you going with? <sighs> Head says Hunt, heart says Lesnar. Same with me. Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose Brock Lesnar. I'll be on my feet if Lesnar knocks him out. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think Lesnar has to use his reach advantage, try then like Set it up for a takedown and get Hunt down. If he gets Hunt down, like, Lesnar's ground and pound, the amount of punches he used to throw in a couple of seconds when mm. you were on the ground was ridiculous, like. And they didn't look like they were hurting, but just the amount of the them. The amount of them, yeah. Done so much damage, like. The Randy Couture fight's a perfect example of that. And, and it can happen in the sport of MMA as well, though. You see all shocks happening all the time, so. 100%, yeah. Hopefully this is another one. Yeah. The main event of the evening. The World Light Heavyweight Champion Daniel DC Cormier versus the interim World Light Heavyweight Champion Johnny Bones Jones. Johnny Bones going to beat him. Easy. Yeah, I think so. I don't know about easy, but I think Johnny Bones will beat him. John Jones is a freak. He is a freak athlete. Um, and he never lost his title. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's even like it's a huge card and great some great matches and the, yeah. the return of Brock Lesnar. It's obviously going to be a once off. Well, we think. Yeah. Um, is it somewhat disappointing? Disappointing that it's majority a card of rematches. No, I don't oh. think so. No. Um, is that the era we live in now, where it's just well, hang on. Well, well, I mean, Aldo and Frankie's rematch. Cormier and Jones is a rematch. What else are you much? Well, TJ and Raphael is on sale. Mm-hmm. Is that what the make card? Um, oh, sorry, Kanan. Kanan I, yeah, I don't think they did now. <laughs> um, now look, to be honest, I'm alright with rematches if they're warranted. And well, I suppose what I meant is the title match rematches. Um, no, because Jones Carmey had to fight. Yeah, had to. Like as you said, Jones didn't technically lose the title. It was taken off him because off he was him. being a silly boy. So Dan Jones or um, Cormier then won the title. He's defended the title. Um, Jones won the interim because Cormier had to pull out through injury when they were meant to fight. So, yeah. It's going to be brilliant. Like, <sighs> John Jones really and truthfully should have a zero on his record. But yeah. it's a one because of a stupid rule to do with elbows. Yeah. And Matt Hamill won via disqualification <laughs> against him. Matt Hamill has Matt a Hamill. win over John Jones. I'd say he's still on the uh, Q&A dinner circuits around <laughs> America now. The time I beat John Jones, yeah. I was getting battered. But yeah. John used an illegal elbow, so the ref raised my hand. Crazy. Ridiculous, crazy. 12-6 elbows. Remember man, him and Ultimate Fighter? Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I liked that. enjoyed that season. Yeah, that was the... I think Patrick O'Tay was on that season as well, wasn't he? I think. I can't remember. I'm 90% certain he was. Um, but yeah, that's the full card. Like, that's our predictions. That is insane, man. That is... Oh, I can't wait for this. I can't wait. Starts, it starts at uh, 3 o'clock local time, doesn't it? Usually that's about when it starts anyway. It's yeah. usually half four, but I think it's an earlier one. 
probably because the amount of fights on it and all that. And, and it's in the, the new T-Mobile. The new T-Mobile. T-Mobile. WWE had an event in there last month. Did they? Yeah. It's pronounced T-Mobile, not T. Is it? Yeah, T-Mobile. <laughs> Shut up, you dope. It is. <laughs> T-Mobile. T-Mobile Arena. T-Mobile Arena. No, it's T-Mobile Arena. Are we interviewing anyone today? Yeah. Of course we are. We are. The King of Dunleary. The King of Dunleary. Self-confessed King of Dunleary. Yeah, look. Who is off to the World he's Championships. Off, he's off to Vegas. He's going to be over there too because he's competing at the World Champ- the IMAF World Championships. It's going to be some experience. Unbelievable, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, look. Th- th- this kid has a future. You know? And his return to the show. His return. Triumphant return. Should be good. We'll stop dicking about and just get him in, right? Yeah. Let's go. Lads, we're joined by arguably the most popular guest we ever had in this podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when we had him on in, what was it, September last year? September, think, yeah. The, uh, the reaction we got was unbelievable. And we can see why. He's an all-round top bloke. We had a load of groupies chasing us as well, remember? That's true, just by association. <laughs> yeah, just get the groupies yeah, off me, man. It was yeah. like, if we can't have him, we'll come after you. Yeah. That's how it worked. Yeah, I don't know how Lindsay got on, to be honest now. <laughs> But, uh, well, she went down to bigger and better things after us as well. Yeah, made Lord rest her. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, King Cowley, thanks for coming back into us. Thanks nice for inviting me on, lads. Second, s- second time. Well, technically, toured. Because the junior oh, takeover. Oh, the junior takeover, yeah. remember that? Oh, yeah, was, was it that was good crack, well. on it? Yeah, yeah, that was dead, actually. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm, I'm still afraid crack. of that. We young felt lad. like we were the only toy. You threatened me. I'm still like, I'm, I'm watching for him, man. We felt like we were the only toy show then. Because <laughs> we didn't know what they were going to say. And there was one kid that was just hated Danny. Just, <laughs> he just looked at me and went, I could definitely take him. That's yeah. it. <laughs> he, did he punch you? Now he threatened to punch Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, at what stage does it come all right for a 27-year-old man to threaten a nine-year-old child? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, listen, kid, I'll bat you. <laughs> I wouldn't have. The speed of him, he would have had me gone in a minute. Like, you know what I mean? But, yeah, King is healthy, man. Yeah, grand, man. Deadly since the last time. I only just started MMA, like, signed up with SPG just yeah. around that time that you said me on, wasn't it? So, like, yeah. Between now and then, lots went, ha- lots gone happening, so... Yeah, it's been mad. Been crazy. Non-stop. Non-stop, flat out training. And now it's starting to piece together as well, like all the trainers, because back then I was only starting out, so I was just... Yeah. But now it's I'm on the MMA team and training with the f- pro team and all that, so... Right, man. Yeah. When, you, when you when you started back then, you were a bit. You said you were a bit intimidated about the jitsu. And yeah. How was that coming along? Yeah, it's coming on. The jitsu's coming on good. Like yeah, it's like back then it was because like, I had absolutely no jitsu at all, and I went on to in training with like purple belts and blue belts every day. Yeah. Like, to me, just being a day one beginner, you know what I mean? Like I didn't even I didn't go through any like foundation class right and I just got thrown straight into the deep, deep end, deep which end. is a, which is a good thing. Like and the lads looked after me. Like all the coaches and all looked after me well. So. But that was a moment like I can I think I, maybe a bit would have been was a bit of a test as well. I think John could have been testing me a bit. You know what I mean? Seeing if if I'm up sink or swim because he was yeah. kind of like try it out for a month and see how he get on. As in like yeah, we'll talk after the first month and then I done a month. Then he was like, right, you can go to the MMA team now. So because I, I think he was maybe I don't know. I, I don't think many people would have lasted to be honest because I was even going home some days saying fuck this. You know, <laughs> Why, why do I have to do this when I can just be comfortable in my own gym doing, yeah. doing yeah. what I'm comfortable at 
you know what I mean? Never been out of my comfort zone. What I should I have to do this and put myself under this pressure? But so you felt a bit out of your comfort zone for a while. Of course, I'm still yeah. out of my comfort zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a toy boxer. Like toy boxing is completely different even to an MMA stand up. It's different. So like I'm out of my comfort zone every day. But that's how you, that's how you grow. Like you know what I mean? If yeah. You don't. So it's been very steep learning curve for you. Yeah. The last few months anyway. Everything, like. even my stand up and all, like I've completely went higher level stand up because of this. Because I'm after going adapting to all these different like you know takedowns even just shots and movement and all that everything there's so much to go with it like, but it's other making me a better even if stand up fighter now yeah. I think I'll be a better toy boxer now than I was so but like I think it's better that it's like that now because now I appreciate everything a lot more and I let like the way I've been throwing the deep end and the way it's been intimidating and all that to me like that's making me that's going to make me the fighter that I am like you know what I mean rather yeah. than shying away from it and bitching out of doing the hard class and saying no I'll just stick to whatever I'm comfortable yeah. with but well, you're, you're out there with some animals when it comes to rolling jiu jitsu like do you know mm-hmm. what I mean the, the, like so John Cavanagh and that obviously I mean well his reputation for jiu jitsu in Ireland alone is but the guys yeah. he has under the likes oh, of Paddy and Connor and Ash and Peter and Artem all, all the lads that have been rolling with him for years now, and you've mm-hmm. been absorbed into that like trying to just in the, on the t- on that team now, like through who I train with every day is is with them. So for me to be able to like doing rolling with them, sparring with them, like MMA rounds, wrestling, like every day, like it's nothing. It's mad, like you know what I mean. Yeah. It wouldn't get many. I don't think I'm blessed to have. I'm grateful to have the, the opportunity that I have in that team because I'm sure people would would do anything to give a left arm to get onto that team where I am, like in the position I am. So. Learning from the best. You're the obviously world. brought in though because you're very talented though. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think John, like, yeah, I think obviously a bit of real recognized real came in there as well. John knew that I wasn't just a joke. That I would say John gets hounded with people wanting to, like, there is people travel all over the world and just show up at the gym with a bag thinking they can just come in and train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. You kind of have to be invited, like, especially onto the I mean, pro team because it's very like, selected, like, you know what I mean? John wouldn't yeah. be too open and the fact that he's had to let me onto that team and like even do the day like text me like in the morning to come to the class in an hour's time like to try and McConnor on Sunday just just five of us there like just things like that like you know what I mean that says a lot alone I think to John for to be able to think of me as that absolutely you know I mean? yeah. So, yeah it's amazing man. I love that John sometimes puts up on his Facebook page where you're talking about people messaging him and people mm-hmm. turn up but do you ever yeah. see when John Gavinick puts his idiot of the week or whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love right. it man it's, it's hilarious he's a, he's yeah. icon, he and there's people like uh, there's people telling John what to do yeah and how, how to, how to train yeah. and how to coach oh, it's, that, it's, that's only a tiny percentage of what he gets I can only imagine what some of the messages that he gets like I've even got some of them, loads of them. I was going to say, do you get them as a coach? Yeah, all the time. All the time I get them. Like, and I'd still, and the way he gets them is kind of different. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he gets yeah. these mad American freaks that like be at home, like proper, like, you know, diehard fans. Die like, obsessed. Yeah, yeah like, I, I'd get like people, I'd take, it, I'd take everything. I'd never like turn me and I was everything. I'm open to everything. Like, but I do get some mad people like text me, tell me I'm doing this wrong, I'm doing that wrong and come with me and train me and I'll show you this and show you that. But like, you're, you don't write back though, do you? I just see it. Sometimes I, I get a laugh over it. Yeah. I play <laughs> them on, on a little bit. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Ah, no, I'm not an asshole like that. Even yeah. though I'm, I'm open to, everyone has an opinion. I'm open to this and all. But you get some people that take it to the extreme. like, And then they start like threatening you and all. Then. What? <laughs> yeah. God, that's yeah. What do you mean threatening you? Just to get people that like just get annoyed. like 
Like if I don't write back or something, like oh, I ignorant fuck, I just like the rest of them or something. I'm just little, Jeez, just like I, I'm not, I'm not ignorant or anything like that. I, I know I do get so many. Uh, like this is this is nothing on a scale of what like the likes of John and Connor could be getting. I like, can only imagine, but like, yeah, um, I, I, I find it hard now, like to write back to everyone and. Like even close friends text me and I don't write back to them straight away. But then I can like some people would see that I'm ignorant in that way. But it's not. I'm just so it is hard to like I'd be in training or something. I look at my phone and get a message and I read it. But then I wouldn't write back to it and then I'd forget about it or something. Yeah, yeah. And then but that's what happens when you get some people take it to heart a bit and think that, especially like people that I've known for years, they think that now because I'm starting to get a bit of a name that I'm just ignoring them. But it's not like that at all. Like it's fucking very hard to keep up with everyone. Yeah, like, and then like I've so much going on like between my own career running the gym fatherhood yeah congratulations by the way yeah now I'm a dad so like the least me worries is writing back to people asking me fucking how how, that I'm throwing left hook wrong or something like that you know what I mean so (laughs) I'm on top of that that left hook (laughs) let me show it left hook is you (laughs) just send them the clip Cage Warriors last August (laughs) yeah on top of all that as well you have two absolute stallions in Cosmo and Nova yeah, absolute beasts, man! Yeah. Holy shit! I love. I follow you on Snapchat. Uh, I think half of Ireland follows you on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love the, the videos of the two dogs, man. They're mm. absolute beasts. Like their chests are bigger than mine. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And where there's only like a D cup there, muscle. You know what I mean? So it's just bananas. Did you ever see? Did you see the? I love the snaps uh, when Cosmo was protecting little little Leo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that as well, man. Adorable. Yeah, he loves it. He's a good dog, yeah. He was crying on all not being allowed in the room, the yeah, dog. Yeah, just crying at the gate because I got a stair gate and put it on the bedroom just so, like, if Leo was ever there on his own or whatever, because yeah. I never have, I wouldn't, not just Cosmo, I wouldn't trust any dog around the baby, but yeah. I put the stair gate there and, like, we'd be lying in the bed or something and he'd be sitting at the gate and just crying. <laughs> ah, let me in there. Now, I've, in the last while that I'm in, like, he comes in and sleeps in the, in the room with us and all, but yeah. he's not allowed on the bed. Sleeps on his back. Just sleep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Balls out now. That's how Danny Literally sleeps. doesn't give a bollocks. Yeah. That's how you sleep, Danny. That's exactly how we <laughs> probably snore louder. But, uh, <laughs> when yeah. you went, um, how did you find the balancing? You know, because when we had John last, you had just signed up with SBG. Yeah. And you're, you're still coaching. Now you're a father. How are you balancing all that? Is it easy or... It's just full time, isn't it? Yeah, it's, no, I wouldn't say it's easy, but at the same time, it's not like, I don't ever let it get to me in a way where I'd be like, oh, this is too much pressure. And then just like, that's not, I just like, we take it all. I just take it all as it comes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think if I let it get to me a bit too much and say, oh, this is too much to be coaching fighters and teaching fighters and then doing my own thing and, and then being a dad and all that shit, like, I just, I just go with it. Like, I just, I love doing it. You know what I mean? Mm. If I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't be doing it. So, so you balance of yeah, perfectly. like it's hard. It is hard to find that like the time. Obviously, like to to do everything, like to be there for the fighters, a hundred percent to be there for me. I don't train hundred percent, but I always do it like in parts. Like so, the last couple of weeks, I was involved a lot with the lads for the takeover, helping them. And now I've got four weeks now where I can. There's no one fighting for the next couple of weeks, so I can. All the lads in my gym are going to help me now. You know what I mean? So all the lads are helping me train now. So they've got their fights out of the way in the takeover. Got all of them. As many of them as I could matched on the takeover. So now we've a quiet little patch so I can all concentrate on me then. And then when I come back then, I'll have some time then to go with them. So that's the way I'm going to do it from now on. Like, so I don't, they don't lose out and I don't lose out either. Mm-hmm. Really. And, so, and the lads all, like, at the same time, like, the bigger of a name I get, it uh, all reverses back and helps the gym. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. the gym is starting to get a big name. 
alone now from from what I'm doing in my career. So and now as some of the boys are starting to come down from SPG and mixing up with my lads, so that's that's, that's brilliant, steady. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's steady, like so. It's mad that you're saying that because you can even see it though because like you've you, you featured on that thing with your own Val Williams, didn't you? Yeah, um, that um, girl's fighting. Me, me okay. girlfriend, was you, it? Uh, <laughs> huh? You get me bored. Your girl. Yeah. Um, then news talk done kind of a, a short documentary type thing that you were heavily featured in as well and. We was, named it and all that. Yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. That's and you were, you were the, the feature photo on the yeah. website and everything for it. Like, so all that attention going on you then, like, and then, like, you mentioned the takeover there. Is it a case that you're finding, like, getting that spotlight is good for the lads? Or is there anything that you're kind of like, I'm not a big fan of seeing how they're reacting to stuff like that? Is there a little bit of resentment or anything like that that you find in the camp? Yeah, like, I know the, I, I can see it sometimes where, not, not that the lads are getting pissed off, but... It would be nice if I was involved a bit more, like in their in their training camps and like and just to be there for them as a coach. Oh yeah, I do be there a lot, like. But they, I think a lot of them, most of them do understand that, like. Oh yeah, I'm only young as well, and I'm on my own career as well. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, so I can't really just like blank my career and and, pers- and then just help them where we, we can do both. You know what I mean, once they give me the time, we give them the time. Like they, we like they understand all of them now that like I'm on this path now to get to as big as a name as I can yeah. make as much money as I can so but at the same time this is all gonna go back to wires so like touch what I make go a few quid in the next few years like that's all going into the gym and all like you know what I mean like yeah. the gym is I'm never leaving that place like no matter how big I get that I'll always be the coach there so the bigger name we get it all just comes back people want to come and train with me they come down to the gym I mean people know yeah. who I am they know who Daryl is be true me he's getting a big he's name he's an now. animal he's yeah. already got good compliment off John Cavanagh there yesterday John sent the, the link to Connor's or to Daryl's fight to the pro team we have this private Facebook group and he sent that in and he was giving Daryl compliments and that said like the look at the efficiency of how he fights and all that so like he's on to him already that, as well like, from you know the I mean? last like, takeover six when I seen Daryl fight like you said, efficiency there. Oh, he couldn't get over. Mm. He was like six, 16, 17. 16. Then he was only he was sixteen, just torn seventeen. Now, it's so. like what the hell? He's so sharp. Yeah. Some of them, uh, the some of the kind of sequences he was trying was just a bit outlandish for. Would I be but, fair in saying outlandish for Ireland? Kind of. Well, he's he'd be high level Ireland. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like he's. Like I, I know now he's going to be world level toy boxing in very very soon. Like he. So what's the plan for him now? Uh, for now, like I kind of not rushing into that as well because he's still only a boy. Like in a way, like so, like I'm on, I'm in the middle of talks now. His next fight in England, trying to get him on a big show over there because he's at that level now where he can. And the English promoters are on to him now. They know who he is and all. But uh, at the same time, I don't want to rush him into that too big, too early because he's only young. Like you know what I mean? He's still only. Like when I was seventeen, I was nowhere where he is now, and I don't want him to rush him into something and be put off by it. You know what I mean, plenty of time is on his side now, so he seems very committed as well. With yeah, yeah. And like I have him working for me in the gym now, so he like this. This is another thing that helps freeze up a lot of my time. He teaches the kids' classes now and the beginners' classes, so that gives me more time for my training. So like, and he loves that as well, coaching. Like, and then he he gets a few quid from it as well, so it works out perfect for him. Like, you know what I mean, it's. The way it is, and that's like he knows that I'm doing my thing and my career as well. Like, but I'm still there for him, and he helps me. And we have, it's just perfect. It just yeah. it goes great. It does, like you know what I mean. And you had um, you fought in the Bama card in, yeah. in Dublin. What was that experience like? The lead up to it and the night. Yeah, the lead up. Like, I wouldn't say that the prep didn't go good. I think it was. I don't know what. Like, 
obviously there was a lot of pressure, but still press the pressure wasn't getting to me. Like I was loving the fact that like I couldn't have seen the fight being I couldn't have seen it going like being on a big show and I couldn't have seen it any other way. Like I just felt like that was the right stage to be on, like you know what I mean? But uh it was the first time Bama had done an amateur. An amateur fight, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd done that for me, so uh that was good, like but I don't know what like there's a lot of things that play into that. I, I, re- I think I done the weight cut wrong. Not not making excuses. Like, like I got beaten fair and square on the night, but I was only training for four months. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Four months isn't isn't a long time to start something like jiu-jitsu. Four months of jiu-jitsu when I had an MMA fight. Like, yeah. well, I was so, there, and um, I guess very kind of come on, come yeah, on, game. And get into it. I got it really in. I was I get into it all, but especially local lads. But um. I I just felt you were you looked a bit nervous perhaps. Yeah, I was more not I was, comfort, I was more so like uh hesitant with my shots hesitant, like I, I was yeah. like when I was like in the tra- in the lead up in the train and all that felt grand like it was everything was cool then even the warm up like I was sharp in the warm up I felt like I'm gonna finish this lad. but then like when I was in there I was like right even though he was a boxer so I wasn't really that like I knew he was going to try to take me down when the opportunity there, but like I, I was every time I was thinking about trying. Usually, I, usually I just go for it, like yeah. off the bell, start pinging them with shots. But I was just thinking, oh, I don't want to throw this in case he got taken down. And then, then when I when he when he shot shot at me, like I definitely like I think I'm good good at defending takedowns and all that. But he just kind of it was a shock where it was like bang, he just shot at me straight away. And then took me down, and I was on me back then. I was just kind of like, oh, fuck them. When I got back up, I was thinking, right now, I can't get taken down again. So I was real careful with what I throw. And because I was being too careful, nothing went, nothing. I threw nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah. where that went. Whereas, like John was saying, you just have to let them go. Just don't think about that, just let them go. And then the third round, then I started letting the shots go. And then, they, then he was on the back foot and couldn't do anything then, you know what I mean? So that, that And even when he shot at me then, I, I, that's when I'd like to, normally do, I'm good at moving back and landing a shot on the way in like but I should have done that from the bell but it was only in the tour round that I sussed it this yeah, is what I should have yeah. done but then in the net you got a bit of momentum didn't you yeah in the tour round John just said the first round yeah he's happy that it went like that in a way like when I was talking to him he there. knew what he needed to do to stop you yeah yeah your dangerous uh, attributes he was cont- containing that yeah um, but then in the tour round you, you were you were just completely getting him back. I was just, like, "Oh, give us two more rounds." Yeah, yeah, it would have been nice. I sure, I nearly got to finish that guillotine. I was sick of yeah. finishing with that. Like, Imagine John, you had to submit it. Up. It would have yeah. been madness. But uh, John Kavanagh was uh, was happy with the way it went because he was like, "You could have went out there in the first thirty seconds and just blew the head off your man," and then people were just being like, "Yeah, well, we expected that." You know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm not, and th- or thought like, "Oh, he's yet to be taken down." And but the fact that I went in, got taken down, and I got put into mount. I got like I nearly experienced nearly every, not every position, but experienced a lot in the MMA for you. Like got got taken down that through the whole three rounds. So, and the fact that I fought to the bell, like like I was two mm. rounds down there. Like most mm. people would just crumble and say, "Oh yeah, fuck it." Like I'm not gonna like I went for it. In the yeah, you came round. back, yeah. Yeah, and I fought all the way to the bell, like and so John was like, and that way it showed that you had the obviously a show that had heart, but. He was good, happy that it went like that because it was a big learning curve for me then. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. So the next fight, then he said, the next fight you have, I want the first, your first round to be the third round. Which and then I had to qualify for the worlds, and that's exactly what I done. Then I just I fought my fight. I didn't think about as an MMA fight. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I was getting too. So then why you get too much? I was thinking like as if it was my first fight from day one. You know what I mean? I should have just been in there thinking this is my fight. Not MMA, not thinking MMA for you in that way, yeah. and then in the, la- the next MMA for I had to just thought of it as 
just a scrap. So that was a, tell us a bit about that. That was a qualifiers for the world championships. Yeah, yeah. I was a, I had to fight one of my teammates in that uh, because four of us signed, four of us put our names forward and only two were allowed to go. So we had to fight each other. John <laughs> brought us into the gym, drew our names out in a hat. Simple as that. Yeah, and then we get scrapped. Yeah, it was mad, mad scenes. So so I ho- hope I never have to do that. I hope I never have to do that again. I seen it on uh, seen on the Bash's fa- uh, Snapchat. Did you? Yeah. I was watching on that. Yeah, she uh, put it up. She yeah. put it up. I was watching on I that. Didn't, didn't see that. Yeah, but that's a uh, yeah. That was a good, a good, good fight. Good experience as well. Having to do that, but like that in that like that was that performance there. Like if I do that. And, and then the world's like I'll clean up, you know what yeah. I mean? Like me, like the stand up and all that. Just that was the, I just fought that fight like it was mine. He was trying to take me down, I just defended it, pushed him off, let shots go. And I mean, when I was standing, I was picking what shots I control, confident like. And then I, and after I felt great in there, like you know what I mean. So that's the next one. That's what I'm gonna do in the worlds. It's I'm gonna make it my fight now. So the worlds then are in July, uh, July sixth, fifth. The kick yeah. off, so that's it's the part of international fight week for yeah. UFC 200. So you're heading over to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the world is going to be a big stage for you. Like, I mean, we were, we were talking about it before we started recording, like, we were all over there last year for when McGregor fought Mendez. That was brilliant. And uh, mm-hmm. the worlds are on at the, the fight expo, so yeah. there does be a big crowd and everything at it. Yeah, like, so yeah, it's a big thing. Like, it's the, it's the world championships, like, it's, you know I mean? it's yeah. like the world championships of boxing is a big thing. Like, you know I mean, this is the same thing, only for MMA isn't as recognized, but I think that. In ten years' time, to have a medal from the World Championships in MMA is going to be huge. Like now, now if you're like, if you win a gold box in the World Championship in boxing, like that's huge. You know what I mean? Well, like, if you win, it's going to mean a lot to us as MMA. Yeah, well, it's going to mean. Yeah, it's, you know. yeah, but as in like, people wouldn't see on the outside as much as. But it's the world. This is the highest world champion of yeah. It's of of amateur MMA. Like you know what I mean? This is as big as it gets. So yeah. in the next step after this, then. Would be into the straight into like the pro and and into the big leagues then hopefully you know what I mean so this yeah. is a big one like you know what I mean for me anyways and I plan on going over and just wrecking the guy yeah, <laughs> on the head off everyone yeah love it um, what yeah. weight are you fighting at Ken? I'm fighting at because it's a uh, same day weigh in I'm fighting at welterweight so seventy seven so I'm not waiting now like. Which yeah, is you're, look, you're looking slick, man. I'm, I'm looking just like, that's why I feel so good. like like I'm not gonna like obviously lightweight is my weight that before you know especially when I go pro. But mm. just doing doing this now, like I'm I'm walking around that 77 now, like I'm eating what I want and like I'm eating maybe eat steaks and all like maybe eat real good like so I'm never and you're training at that yeah, you're conditioning yourself real good like feel good. this is the best I've definitely felt because I'm not thinking about cut weight. Cut weight, cut weight. You know what I mean? Now I'm yeah. like being able to eat what I want, so this this just suits me perfect. Weigh in on the morning of each fight, which I'll be walking around that anyway. So there's no weight cut, there's no saunas or any of that shit. So it's fucking, it's great. It is. And like, did you ha- you had trouble um, making weight for Bama? Oh was yeah, it? that's why I done the weight cut all wrong. Like I completely done that wrong. Like I'd, not that I cut too much weight. I just kind of see what I should have been doing in that fight. Like that that fight should have been more like. I was concentrating that whole training camp we concentrate on cutting weight more than concentrating on technique and sequences and all that so that's what kind of messed that up so all my training was all just focused on cutting weight I was having to go hard in every single session to lose the weight you know what I mean mm. going running all the time just being fatigued and hungry and grumpy and it just wasn't right I should have fought I should have had a, I should have fought 77 it's a pity there's not I'm one of them people that's stuck in between like between lightweight and weight. that's a huge jump like yeah. 7 kilo jump yeah, it's like Chrissy in that as well, isn't it? What is it? Chris, it's like Chrissy Fields as well. No, he's in. He's heavier than that. I think middleweight. He fights. I think. 
But he he was he wasn't he fighting he for was the down from weight? Well, welterweight to middleweight. I think was his bridge. Sorry, yeah. other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I'm stuck in that gap where it's like I'm too. I think I'm too small for welterweight, and I'm just a little bit lightweight, just a little bit out. Like I get to about seventy two, and then it's that last two kilos that kills me. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I can make seventy two perfect. That but there is no way to get that. I have to go the extra two kilos. Extra but that extra two kilos is what does it like that fucks me up bad. Like so, I'm stuck in between. I wish they came up with a a middle like in between. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They should uh, like a light welterweight or something like that, like yeah. seventy four or something. But that's why that's the bomb for you. Yeah, I missed weight boy. I think it was half a kilo over or something like that. But they were all right about in the end, but. You're, meant, you're supposed to show up on weight, which I didn't. There was 156. I was 157 and the limit is 156. Did they change the weighing scales a few times for all the yeah, like For all the weigh-ins? They, like, for all the fighters? Yeah, it, the fucking scales broke. And then it was reading different weights and all. Like, the biggest, like, so I was like, all of us were there, like dehydrated, grumpy as fuck. And next minute <laughs> you stand the scales and it tells you you're at 156 and then it tell me I was 158. And then, and then they're like... Then they start giving out and freaking out. Then the scales fucking breaks. They bring another scales in. I'm standing there like, and uh, I was just doing it all around. Like I shouldn't have. Uh, I should have like those things that you learn from. That's what I'm mean? saying. Now it's the your next first time. Yeah, next time is uh, completely different. Like I'm gonna fight a seventy-seven. No, I'm gonna fight a seventy-seven for the worlds anyway. And then whatever happens after the worlds. But yeah, I'll see what happens. But I feel great now. And who's your other teammate that's fighting? Yeah, uh, Tyrone. Uh, Tyrone Quinn, I think his second name is. Yeah, he's from SPG. He's really, really good jiu-jitsu. So it's it's mad. Like the two of us in that category, like we've won high level jiu-jitsu, high level striker going into the welterweight, both from SPG. So I think Team Ireland and welterweight have a real good chance because he's like definitely going to be have the best jits in the comp. Like he's on real jiu-jitsu, and then we stand up then. So like we've the best of both. Could you fight off? No, I don't think no. we can. If we don't make it to the final, I think we just, I don't know whether we fight for it or split it, but like, I don't, want, I don't really know. It wouldn't be nice having to travel all the way over there and then fight my teammate again. <laughs> again, like, you know what I mean? I already had to fight one of them to get there, you know what yeah. I mean? Wouldn't be ideal at all. No, Who did you have to fight to get there again? Uh, John Bourne, his name is, he's a, he's had a good, I think he's like nine, I think he's had about nine fights or something like that. He's good, he's good anyway, like, that's why, it's a, that's why it was a good win and a good yeah. scalp for me to, like it wasn't a joker that I beat and he was hungry as well to get there to both get of us wanted it so like, championships. yeah we, we we really went for it and it was a good fight for me to to win like you know what I mean so it was not not good that he was a teammate like it was hard to get that anger to want it because normally my style of fighting is just to kill them like knock them out like rather yeah. than trying to win on points but so I didn't want to knock him out in the gym in front of <laughs> You know, and the other teammates yeah. and all, so it was kind Calm of down, Ken. Yeah, like, that's what I was like. It's a delicate balance you have to kind of find. Yeah, there, but yeah. to them, that's what other souls that suit me of like being technical. Like I just want to blow the jaw off them. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, that's my style. So, so, so with the world staying, you're you're heading over a bit early. We're saying, um, so going to LA to train for a while just to get used to the the heat and all that and the time zone time just suits me yeah. I wouldn't like to just show up two or three days like most people are going to be showing up two or three days beforehand I'd rather get there as well, I would have went yeah. earlier but it's hard with the gym and all that as well I'm already going to be away for a good bit like yeah. in total yeah. so going over two weeks ten days before the competition starts I'll be there so that's perfect week, you know what I mean good man Graham <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the place absolutely he does it every week man every week <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so you're, you're being kind of clever about it. You're heading over early, you're making sure that you're adjusted to everything, temperature, time zone, all that sort of stuff, man. Taking so, no shortcuts, everything is yeah. going to be done right, yeah. It's gonna, I, look, I'm going to try to get along to it, obviously, to at least one or two days over the expo to see some of the fighting as well. But um, yeah. Dope, yeah. It's, you're just raging, you're not going. Raging. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have kind of a, a vision for yourself or a plan kind of like you hear people even the likes of McGregor or the likes of, of some of the top guys in the UFC and now Anthony Pettis is another one that does it to talk about this visualisation stuff where he's like this is step one but beyond step one I have five steps mm-hmm. and each one is just another point on the journey like so are you kind of mapping out in your head the next 12 months this is what I'm going to do like yeah I think like what I want now like obviously win the worlds get the goal at the worlds and then I think I turn proud and like and I mean yeah. like to be honest with you I think I'll be a lot more dangerous proud than I would amateur because once I'm allowed once they let me elbow it's a different <laughs> story I'm telling you now yeah. when I'm in the gym trying I can see so many openings for elbows so I can only imagine when I go to fight like no one will be safe when I'm allowed elbow because that's my thing I like to elbow yeah, so yeah. being restricted and then the knees to the head like I wasn't allowed to fucking change at the last minute we, I was told I was allowed knee in the head for that fight and I train for that if he shoots knee in the head just little things like that mm. and then like an hour before the fight I was told no knees to the no head knees. Yeah. that was coming well it wasn't like hinder me but it was a little bit but different organisations have different amateur rules yeah yeah that's the problem and now all the new amateur rules but to be honest with you in my mind now I, I don't I just think the world is the last step yeah and, and I'm not sure if I do well over there I think I'll come back and then turn pro then hopefully because suits me better you know what I mean so you have um you have a couple of people help me out in terms of your sponsorship and all that for getting over there. Mm-hmm. Any idea where I can get a good watch? <laughs> <laughs> you know where to go. <laughs> Segway. Uh, <laughs> Dublin time pieces. That's where you go get that watch. They'll hook you up with the best Rolex. <laughs> Just so I know what time's on them when I'm over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? uh, the lads, I've got like... See, that's the thing. I, I, I hate to have to beg. Like, you know what I mean? I'd love to be able to... Like, when I was... When I came to the whole thing about going to the Worlds, then when I qualified, it was like, right, now I need to get the funds. Like, the registration yeah. alone was like a thousand euro just to register for the competition. Like, that's a lot. Then, like, flights, accommodation. Everything, yeah. Everything is, you have to pay for yourself. So, it's yeah, all self-funded. Then, like, doing that, like, I could have been able to do it, but then I would have been, like, like really cutting myself short then, like, then talking, like, gym rent and shit like that. I still have rent to pay in the gym and all, like, and I would have been cutting into that to fund myself and then the oh. gym was going to be quiet in the summer so I have to be prepared for the quiet fall that's why I need to keep money there for the gym in case it's quiet I need to still cover rent so like there's yeah. a lot that's why like it was my manager clearly like, I was talking with her and I was like she was like we have to get sponsors and I was like oh, I don't want to I was like I don't want to have people thinking and she was like no they're not going to think you're begging because I was just like I really didn't want to have to put mm. that up to ask for people to sponsor me but that was like I was sick when I put that up I really didn't want to do it because I don't want to have people to think that we need them, you know what I mean? It wasn't. It's mad though that you're saying it because, like, I, n- I never would have thought of it as begging as such. Because the way I'm looking at it is, you're you're an upcoming athlete. Like, you, you've mm-hmm. already got a bit of a name behind you. You're going to the worlds, and you plan on going pro. Like in my head, I'd be looking at, it, I'd be saying, "Get in early with this guy." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the other side of it. Like, they're gonna get good exposure from it. Yeah. Regardless, of, like, even just my social media alone, like, I think is good exposure for any company. But at the same time, I just didn't want to have the people think that 
I need to. I can't go unless I get the the money. Like you know what I mean. But it's but that's a it's a huge part of the the fight game now. Yeah, you, you even course, see, sponsors is yeah. where it's all at. Like you know I mean, that's like, where most of the money's made. To be honest, like, like even look at Do- Donald Cerrone in the UFC. Like that that's a man who constantly just talks about Budweiser Monster Energy. Yeah, yeah he proves things because he knows. Yeah. You know, and that's it's the monster logo on his cowboy hat and yeah. on his cowboy boots yeah. and everything. Like yeah. everything he talks about, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna drink a Budweiser while I'm doing it. Yeah. Or you know, I'll be sluggish. Today. I'm gonna go out in the lake and I'm gonna drink a monster while I'm out there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so, it's it's just one. It's just I don't know. Part of the parcel, yeah, part of the extension yeah. of it. Like yeah, and at a much smaller scale, like even with us on the Ballyrack Bulls. Yeah, like we need new gear for next season. From how much do you need, Graham? Uh, we need about fifteen hundred. If anyone's listening, yeah, yeah, Graham. Um, I hate asking for it though. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know? me. I hate it. Like I was like, I need to get like the reason why I had to put that up was because the registration day closed on the Wednesday. Yeah, and it was, that was the Monday, and I hadn't got the money there. Like I just literally had not got the money. I would have had the money if he gave me another two or three weeks, but I had to pay, or else I wouldn't have got the chance to go. Oh, like it was like yeah. strict twelve p.m. on Wednesday. If you don't have it, you're gone you're off gone. the team. So I had to put that up to get something. And luckily, a couple of companies straight away. As soon as I put it up, people were all over it straight away, which was always delighted with. You know what I mean? But well, I think that, that that shows as well that there's people out there who are looking for the opportunity yeah. to sort of say, "Yeah, look, we want to get on board or something," and then you represent a chance for that something like. Yeah, yeah, I'm grateful yeah. that they that they helped me and who I've got now. Like I've got a obviously Dublin time pieces one. Then I've yeah. got um, alligator landscapes. Stefan from Alligator Landscapes, he's out there looking after me. He was the one who, he came straight up with the money for the registration fee. He was straight yeah. on the ball with that, so that was sound. Then I got um, Pax Financial Advice and they sorted me flights and all that out. Brilliant. And then um, Whiskey Fair now as well. Down and uh, Yoga looking after me as well. Mary. So, yeah. yeah. Going to hit Mick Mooney for sponsor for the Bulls. Yeah, that's another, like Mick said to me before, like, that's like, I, that would be like I'd want him one more lean on that side than it now because he's local it's a Dunleary company yeah, I'm from Dunleary and all about like local. when I go to the, to the world like, I'm going to be representing Dunleary like that's yeah. I'm, I'm Keen Cowley from Dunleary, Ireland you know what I mean that's where the I'm the, yeah this is my this is I'm the king of Dunleary so this is uh, <laughs> love it yeah so this is what, what I'm representing so I put it on the map I consider myself as one of the biggest names to come out of it like sport wise like, I'd, yeah. I'd consider myself as that not just put myself up there but I think and I always like I'm proud of where I'm from like I'm proud of it, everything and my gym is in Dunleary as well so mm. but then to have Mick a local company to support me like that as well like I never wanted to go and ask him and then he went and asked me so I'm delighted with that and in fairness to the boys down the whiskey fair, they, they they are good lads. Yeah, yeah, they sound. They look at with three steps up to the pub. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mick, you heard that? Get yeah, that sorted. Get, stick already. It's get a ramp. Get a ramp. Snouted. They had a stairlift on it before, and uh, some old one broke her hip off it or something. Oh, shit. So they had to get rid of the stairlift. Yeah. Oh look, they are good lads. Jamie only's a good lad as well. I like Jay. Um, he's he's. He's in my gaff wrecking my head. Is he? He's <laughs> Carl's boyfriend, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, saying he's getting a nice little restaurant or something now, isn't he? A little, little takeaway or something. Yeah. I don't know whether that was a, a freight or anything. Well, I <laughs> don't know what those moonies do. Is that joke? That's, that's the Kitchen 62 or yeah. something yeah, like that. It, yeah. I, hope, I hope they do something with like that. Yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be good to see. Massless, yeah. But, um, it, Me yeah, Moon's a terrible chef as well. 
<laughs> food is rotten. It's, it's not only as good. No, don't be talking massive. about my sponsors like that, right? <laughs> only joke can make it's massive. All we're saying is it's not as good as the bottomless barbecue you can get here in Fitzpatrick's every Friday. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> deadly. I can't wait to get back from the world and be able to go to that. And be able to get like bottomless barbecue yeah. with yeah. wine and all that. Prosecco Bot- here, yeah. 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 Bot- bottomless like barbecue, bottomless Prosecco, 27 quid. Give them a shout. It's every Friday throughout the summer. All you have to do is just ring, give them your name. So when you rock up, tell them what's the story podcast then just. That's great stuff, man. Um, yeah, so right, the, the the worlds we've talked about. Are you going to UFC two hundred? Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Because you're going to be over there at the time. You might as well. Have, as well so yeah. you'll, you'll be crowned champion at that stage. Yeah, and that morning will be uh, get the belts or get the gold medal. So I'll go and celebrate at two hundred. <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> um, are you looking forward to the fight card itself? Like, what what do you think? Yeah, I think it's that, that's going to be deadly. Yeah, like the they put Lesnar on it now as well like, so that's even yeah. that's huge like, you know what I mean but the whole card itself there's not one born fight on it I don't think like, yeah, they're no. all going to be crackers so yeah, but there's even a lot helping that all that week isn't there like, there's lots oh, there's a lot. there's, I think there's uh, the Joe Duffy as well is fighting Joe Duffy's fighting Joanna Zerzeric is fighting Aldo Mendes as well is on the yeah Aldo Edgar yeah, how about that one? Yeah. Velasquez, Travis Brown, Misha Tate, Amanda Nunes for the women's bantamweight title. Uh, Daniel Cormier, John Jones, Kat Sagano, Juliana Pena. I'd, I'd completely forgotten about Kat Sagano. Mm. That girl is a beast. She's only lost to 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 Ronda like. Yeah. Uh, TJ Dillashaw, Rafael Asuncao. Um, Asuncao is the only person to beat Dillashaw bar Dominic Cruz in the last couple of years, I think. Um, Each fight, like it's a how the yeah. fighter's a household name D- for him. Diego Sanchez, Joe Lauzon. That's yeah, that's a oh, that's they're going to batter each other. That's a belter of a fight. That is man, the amount of blood they're going to clean out <laughs> of the octagon. Like, that's going to be frightening. Diego hasn't finished a fight in a while, though, has he? Um, he just takes to them this decisions to the last five or six yeah, fights. Yeah, but it's it tends to be fifteen minutes of pure war. I hope like that card stays together. I hope that. Those are start falling out. apart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be reluctant, like to even because we went to. Conor Diaz well I went to Conor Diaz and it was supposed uh, to be Conor it was supposed to be Conor Desanios yeah. I, I probably wouldn't have invested my money if it was Conor and Diaz to be honest yeah. because definitely of course would have stayed up but I, I, I wanted the title fight but I just feel mm. so let down fighters just constantly fight, pulling out like that, yeah, especially yeah. at that high level and people travelling from all over the world title fights it. like yeah, I don't know how like silly little things like you know. You I think that's that always happens with Conor. I think it's always going to happen for him as well. It's just going to be pull out after luck. pull out. Like you never know to speak too soon, but you never know about Diaz either. Like, you know what I mean? What, what did you think of the Conor and Diaz fight? Yeah, like it's you were involved in his training camp, right? Really, leading up to it. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Well, he was away for a lot of that beforehand. I've been I've been doing a good bit for this one, like uh, in and out, like in the gym, but. Yeah, look, like um, I don't know. Well, like, I think if you look at the like the fight again, like he was he was peppering him over, and Diaz wasn't landing on Connor until Connor started getting fatigued. Like, so mm, yeah. you can't say that. Like, this is the fight game that like, Connor knows himself. The next time, like next time, it's going to be a different story. He'd be able to go five rounds full on, no problem. Like yeah. next time, so that's going to be a di- different story. Like, so, like, so what's going to happen to Diaz now when Connor doesn't start? Tired in front of him because then he only started landing when he was tired. But when Connor doesn't get tired, what's he going to do? His face is going to be in an awful state like yeah. two rounds and look what he done to him. I know, and even in the two rounds, like Connor just lands and lands and lands and lands and lands. And I was kind of going, I was in the stands going, How the fuck 
is he not falling? Yeah, but like he is it. You, you can't, yeah, you can't take that away in the eyes. Two mad tough, bastards, aren't tough, they? Tough, the, tough the two of them are. The two of them are mad. Mental, it's, like. it's just, a, it's a, it's a great match because the both of them are two absolute no cases. Yeah, two real fighters. Like they're not like like two a lot, of, fighters. a lot of UFC fighters and on that roster that are shy bags. I think they're shy bags. Like pulling out over stupid things and talk would talk. But I think Diaz and Conor are two of the realest fighters. On the roster, mm. like well, the heavy, really, they'll fight. Like you know what I mean. Like if the fight was to happen tomorrow, they'd the two of them would show up and knock the head off each other. Not a problem. Like that's yeah. their proper fighters. Like, Wasn't you know it mean? the uh, the heavyweight champion pulled out with a sword? How? Yes. Velasquez was it? Was Velasquez? Yeah. Why? He was meant to be fighting Verdun. Verdun. Yeah. Was it? I think. And then Verdun had a sore foot or something. That's when Conor gave him stick. Yeah. And then Steve Bay and just went and battered him. Yeah. That was crazy, man. I had money on my ouches that night. Did you? Yeah. You always seem to. You always back the underdog, don't yeah, you? Yeah, Bisping as well. Jesus. Yeah. I backed Bisping against Silva. That was the night you were fighting in yeah. Bama. Um, and I backed Bisping against uh, yeah. Rockhold there. The Bisping Silva one was a bit weird, though, wasn't it? I, I don't know if you've. Have you, did you see that fight? I watched Bisping, yeah. It was a mad fight, it was, um, yeah. Bisping was basically knocked out at the end of the third round, but the ref, uh, yeah, the ref said, "Now we're fighting on." Like I was sitting there going, "Hey, well, Bisping doesn't know where he is." And then yeah. rather than Silva in the fourth round just going, "All right, fine," and battering him, yeah. he stood off he and stood back. off. He should have went for it. Bisping then kind of got a little bit back and he went on to the fifth round. And Silva, mad, like, Silva's been annoying in the last two or three fights, though. I think ever since he came back from the broken leg, like you have to remember as well, what the dude's like nearly forty. Is he's thirty nine? Yeah, he's forty years away. He's, he's, yeah. he's been around a long time, like, and he's yeah. like. He was sparked as well, remember? Yeah, mm. Boyman, his leg. Yeah, the, the so leg like, break. I think since he came back from that, I think he's <sighs> he's just, he's not the same. Like, don't he's a legend. Don't get me wrong, man. He's an absolute hero and all, but he just hasn't been the but same. You, when any time he was fighting and any of his losses, you're kind of going, just fight. Yeah, it's not messing because yeah. he's when he fights like remember his, like older fights like yeah. he used to just go in and murder lads. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely like, more than me. Just. Flip the switch and he'd be bang, kill him. Yeah, he'd be gone. Like he was another dude who had Muay Thai, like in his clinch, like back in the old days. Yeah, he used, used to, to get clinch him, toy him up, and God, elbow the head off. Him. It was ridiculous the stuff he used to do to people. He was Is that what you mean when you say elbow? Like the way you the, yeah, like the clinch. That that's that similar style. The clinch like once like see what like wrestling like when a lot of the fights, a lot of MMA fights will go to the cage like so you'd be backed up and end up being tied up against the cage and an amateur you can't elbow and eat to the head so yeah. that's me restricted but like I'm a toy boxer so for the last like last like 20 my fights I've been allowed to elbow and toy boxing so when we go to clinch that's when the elbows go to work you know what I mean so yeah. imagine man if I'm fighting MMA and I get pushed to the fence like it's a different ballgame it's, it's not It's not just about yeah it's yeah. all just little small elbows short elbows even on the outside as well like I find elbows from, from everywhere as well on mm. the outside they try to take me down. They're coming close. There, it's just a different. It's a complete. That's what I'm saying. Like that's where Silva, he used to butcher people. people he yeah, fight wrestlers nice. and they think they all to get a hold of him and it's over. You get a hold of him, then he just slices and dices them like with yeah. the elbow. So yeah. it just it changed. It completely changed. It like it's yeah. adding in them weapons is a different ball game. Like did you uh, see Dan Henderson's knockout there? The <laughs> yeah, 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 fucking head, head fair. kick followed by an elbow. Yeah, fair play though. Our lad going at it like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like everyone had him rolled off like bananas. Never knocking over. He might even get a toilet fight now. Basically. I think yeah, he has got a toilet yeah, fight. Yeah, or his doctors talk. There's talk. He's he's campaigning for Bisping. Yeah, but in fairness to Bisping, he said, "Yeah, I own one." So, and I think he's saying because Henderson knocks him out. Was it UFC 100? I think where Henderson like 
Bisming didn't wake up for about a month. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was that's what made his eye a bit crooked, was, was it? Was no, that, that was a that was an eye poke. I can't remember who that was against. That was the worst eye poke I've ever seen in my life, man. <laughs> he does. He has a weird eye now. Yeah, 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 like, yeah it's fucking mad. Like, he's been yeah. a warrior in his last couple of fights, though. Oh, Bisming, yeah, I have to take it out. Like, he's won me a bit of money. <laughs> he's a he's a warrior. He is yeah, true fighter. Another yeah. another another. He's another one that's like uh, I'd put in the same bracket as Conor and Diaz as Ray. There's not many of them about like, but real fighter like he'd show up tomorrow yeah. and fight no problem. Him and Conor have the same manager, don't they? The management company. Yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's sound as well. That fella. Sure, yeah. talk to him and rather him for a while. He's bang on. Sign you up. Know. <laughs> John told him to keep an eye on me. So. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, another teammate is. Uh, Making his Bellator debut in August, James Gallagher. Yeah. So what? How are things? It's in August now, but it's in August. Be all released in a few days, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, he's fighting in the London card, July sixteenth. Oh. Ah. July, just that's very soon, isn't yeah, it? Four weeks from now, July sixteenth, he's on the main card of Bellator London. So amazing. Yeah. That was one. the one where Kim yeah. Slice was supposed to fight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And did they get his? Kid? And he was meant to. He was like. Matched the fight on that card while he was on the waiting list for a heart transplant. Yeah. Yeah. How, how the fuck did that work, <laughs> it's man? A bit, yeah. It's very <laughs> sad. Mad scenes. Yeah. He, was meant to, he was due to fly to London the next day for a press conference with Bellator. Yeah. And he died that. Like, that's mad. Like, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's it's tragic and all that, but at the same time, I'm like, because I, I don't know if either of would have read this, but an ex employee of Bellator was uh, going through court with them and he had alleged that they had forged medical records. Now, they never said what fighters' records are forged, but if you take that and then you look at the fact that Kim Slice was on a waiting list for a heart transplant, and yeah, he was main event in a, a major fight, an international yeah, fight yeah. card for them. Madness. You have to kind of go, something's a bit suspicious. Yeah. I, I don't, that's just me. I'm just speculating, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not yeah, trying to land anybody in hot water here, but yeah. like, it, something's weird there. Like, Yeah, it's a bit mad, isn't it? Mad, it's mad. So oh, yeah, I think they did, did. They get us. Did he, they get Baby Kimbo or whatever his, his son? His son, his yeah. Or something, baby Kimbo. Baby what is that? Kimbo. That's what they call it. Baby Slice. Baby Slice. Baby Slice. Baby Slice. Baby Slice. Yeah. Baby Slice. 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> as opposed to Baby Spice, I'm a bumpin'. But uh, yeah, I think I think there was talk of him going on the card now as a kind of like tribute slash replacement to, type thing. But I, I don't know if it did. I haven't checked. That's gonna be a huge card, Luke. Yeah. James getting put on his first fight. Fucking amazing. His, first, his debut for Bellator is on the main card, like, and then in London yeah. in front of four, f- 20,000 people. When, when they, Will he feel any pressure there at all? Or oh, James is the most, like, I've been around, like, I've been, like, the amount I've had, I've done, been in so many people's corner as well, like, for mm. over the years or so, I've co- like, I've been in the dressing room hundreds and hundreds of times, I've seen all different types of attitudes and how people handle it, and I think he's definitely stands out in terms of handling the whole situation like he's like just a different person like I can't I, I do believe in, I do believe saying this isn't right he's not right like to be like that because he'd be in the dressing room like full on confident as ever happy laughing jumping around having the crack warming up like whereas other people are just like in the dressing room oh shit like yeah there's some people are a bit intense yeah ver- like very most people are 90% of people are intense like I get real aggressive when I'm warming up like I, like, I don't get nervous but mine like it turns into aggression so when I'm warming up I'm just like fuck the like, killer mode like whereas, yeah like, like I just like proper like that's, what, that's, that's just that's just me, me that's the way I've been but I get like that when I'm hungry 
start wrecking the place, flipping when, tables. When, and I'm wait, when I'm waiting on a spice bag to be delivered, like, <laughs> be smashing the sitting room up. <laughs> Where the fuck is me spice bag? He said it'd be here in a half hour. That was 40 minutes ago, man. <laughs> George, George, man, you're getting a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> so James is cool, he's, calm, and so, Yeah, so that's why I just, I just think that he's going to this the top. is going to suit him to the ground. Like, like People think, oh, it'll be too much for me. He's only 19. There'll be too much pressure. Not at all. Like This... He loves it. But like, sure, didn't he beat a 21-year-old when he was 14 or something? 14, beat a 21-year-old. was his first ever Serious? That's bananas, <laughs> man. That That's how John spotted him then. I think John didn't agree with the whole fact of him fighting someone older. Yeah. John yeah. judged the fight. And then was like, well, like, you know what I mean? So, but he's say, definitely going to the like. top. Like, he's only, like, I consider James like a kid in, in the game now as well. Like, I hang around with him where we're with each other every day and all, but like... Yeah. He's so experienced for his age now, like his jiu-jitsu and all that. Like he's just so he's so high level now, but he still hasn't even got man, his man strength right now. Like it's just scary. Like he still hasn't like yeah. nineteen years. When I was nineteen, I was a skinny little fucking. He's only nineteen. Yeah, is he? I so, thought he was twenty-one for some reason. No, nah, he's only nineteen. So can imagine when he's like when he like he still has like three years to go before he proper gets like they say twenty-one is when you start getting your proper man strength because I only. When I only turned twenty one, that's when I started getting a bit of power. Like I never knocked anyone out until I was twenty one. Yeah. I just hadn't got I just hadn't got the power. Then I started getting the man's strength, the power. So imagine James when he grows up and like and then by that time he'd probably have a load of fights under his belt in Bellator. So he is going to the top without a doubt, yeah. The future is really bright for Irish MMA, man. Oh, it's and I think like, Irish MMA is like Oh, it's, it's some high level fighters over here like, yeah. well all the MMA clubs like, opening up and I was going to say like, it's, it, yeah I was going to say it's, it's, up recently, it's great like, to yeah. see yeah because what, what you're what you're seeing is that kind of there was that first wave with kind of John and that and then you kind of got that second wave which is the, the likes of Ash Paddy Connor and you're starting to see like obviously it's unfortunate Paddy had to stop fighting but now he's taking on SBG Talent mm-hmm. he's going to start open. producing fighters now so he's going to so. yeah. and then you have the likes of yourself the likes of James you know even, even the, Kiefer Crosby as well Kiefer, Kiefer yeah does you know. Lee Hammond does, does Dylan Tuke the D- 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 Nuke oh, yeah, yeah he was very impressive in there's some now. serious like I try him with all them in the gym and I can just see like there's like the Clark brothers and all that as well like the two they're only young as well like there's so much think what it's like now when you see the next turn of fighters that come in like when they all start coming onto the big stage yeah. there's not just one or two of them there's like is there anyone more. in Warriors where you're kind of going do you want to try MMA out? Daryl well, no not not that it's like I wouldn't try like I'm a toy boxer at heart and I teach toy boxers so I would never try to like I never like that's what people would be saying our Warriors will be turning into an MMA gym soon. Never, ever, ever, no matter what happens, Warriors will never be an MMA gym. It's a toy boxing gym, and that's that. Like, I mean, if it was the case of that, I'd just set up something new. Yeah. MMA, yeah. I wouldn't. I'm not never going to do it because it's a toy boxing gym. And that's Remember the last time you were here, though, you were saying that, the, unfortunately, you can't really make money in toy boxing. Yeah, you won't. There's, 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 no, there's no hiding that there. Like, there's, like, it's a labour of love. Yeah, yeah. it's... Yeah, you have... Like, I love it. That's why I love it so much that like it's still gonna like can like train like train and teach and all that. But in terms of exposure and money and all that, it's definitely. I mean, you have to just like if you want if you want to. The big difference between people that say that they do this for a living and they do this like I mean like they have a part time job and then they say that they're a full time fighter, but yeah. it's not like you, I'm different. I'm this is genuinely fighting is my job. It's not like I have another thing like so. 
I couldn't make a living off toy boxing. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a good living. Like, so do you say that there was a chance of me making a living off fighting and that, that chance is in MMA. So you going to grab gonna it? Go for it. Like, yeah, why, yeah. why wouldn't I? Like, you know what I mean? So Daryl obviously knows that as well down yeah, the road. Darryl, like, he's Once he gets doing us. a bit of jits now with Daryl in the East Coast. So, yeah. And John is on to him. So he's still young. Time's on his side. He's only 17. So he's got all the time in the world. Like, so there's no rush. I'm not going to pressure him. He does know that, like, he knows that it's probably going to happen eventually that he's going to turn over the MA, but like, I just want him to get as high, high as he can. In toy boxing. And he's in love toy boxing. Like, I can see he is me. When I was that age, I can just see myself and him the way he loves it. Like, he's had to go and get a new tattoo yesterday, toy tattoo on his leg. And I just, he's just, it's just like watching me at that age, yeah. the way he is, like, wanting to go to Thailand and, just everything about it. So I'll leave him. I'll leave him be. He's happy now. I'm not going to take him out of that and just try make him go into MMA. Like you know what I mean? I'll leave him be for a while, but that is going to be eventually the road there. And like by then, I'll be experienced enough in MMA to maybe to show him the like be able to send him on the right path and all that. I'll experience. I'd have been there, done that. You know what I mean? So yeah. like yeah. that's another good thing. Like I'm in there now. I'm experienced and all. So it's gonna play in to his favour. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as, as, as I said, he's so young, and like it, it's kind of that weird contradiction that five years isn't that long, but at the same time, five years time, as I said, he'll have, similar to James, he'll have maybe got his man strength, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. develop that bit more, and have had a chance to hone skills where he can now say, "All right, I've got that. Now I'm ready." Like. Now I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, and man, by then, like. Still gonna keep him doing little bits of jiu-jitsu every now and again. Hopefully, get a blue belt in the next while as well. Like you know, just yeah. g- get him that base. So it's not as if he's gonna be like me, where he started. Like I wish I'd done, even if it's just like two or three classes a week or one, or even just one or two, just to keep it fresh in the mind. Like over a course time. Like if we had it, like we missed out there. Like we were sharing the gym with Dara's place for East Coast yeah. for years. Like we were sharing gyms. So like their classes were on after mine or before mine. So we should have taken. The, I was sick I didn't take the imagine I had it that was 17 I think when we parted together I think we were about 17 so I was about 17 so imagine I had it started then yeah and yeah. just done bits and pieces then when I came to this stage of going to SPG I would have been known the base so, no regrets though yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like, but that's where I've learned from that yeah. so now I know Darryl's, you can tell Darryl yeah, Darryl's yeah. been doing bits so when it comes to time to move to MA he's not going to be a day one he's going to and from what Darrell has told me and what I've heard, he is legit on the ground as well. Like for only starting out, so yeah. I can tell. I could tell. I could tell without him even doing any jits. I could tell that he would be. He's a sponge. Like he's just that's. He is just his sponge. Like and anything I show him in the gym, it's just like that. You know what I mean? He just like he's the easiest person to coach in that way. Like because he just listens to everything and he tries everything. Like even in the ring. Like see it in his fight there in the weekend. Every sequence that was done in that fight, like was done in the gym. And he was like as if he was a book in his mind. He just like done one, and then he's like next one, boom, next one, boom. He never tried the same one twice. It was always different things, just mixing it up. Like you just the future is. is the, thing he, the thing he tried to uh, take over six, where he put his hand on the ground. Yeah, like this, they're like little different. Like he try he try one thing, and then the next thing he try another thing, another thing with people. I was like, what the uh, fuck. Yeah, honestly, I was taken back. I was I couldn't believe the technique of the kid. Mm-hmm. You uh, you you mentioned Darrell O'Connell there, who we, we had in the podcast before as well. Uh, great bloke. Yeah, um, yeah, Obviously, as you said, you share the gym. You know Darrell and that, but because you're still learning the ropes with jits, like have you 
sort of asked him like yeah what about this what I went over and done a couple of classes with him yeah. and I will be like I've, I've asked John as well John's cool like me doing bits in there because it's like his gym is right we're in the same industrial estate so yeah. it's it's handy sometimes I can't make it over to SVG for the evening class so I can just jump in there and roll with the lads there and do some like the, like I like I like Dara's class as well like what he was what he was doing so I will be using that definitely be bouncing in out there as well like yeah. you know so so it, it it must be a great kind of resource as well to have there so even if you have say you've done something out SBG with the lads and you come mm-hmm. back and you're like you just want to run something you know try to wrap up with him a bit or like is there have you found he's helped and being open to kind of saying like yeah when you're doing that you know maybe adjust and do this and giving you pointers that you can then bring back out to SBG and be like there you go lads I'm yeah well it's just know? little things like in the, in his class that he teaches like the, the foundations class like just the learning the slightest things is all helping me like it's all knocking off each other it's not like like that's what martial arts is about like and yeah. then trying everything not just turning your nose down on one in particular like I'd go and do like a karate class and all like not a problem whereas other people would be like no, I don't need that yeah. I mean I'd just go and do it and like, I would do boxing so Anything to improve. Mixed martial yeah. arts, like that's what the yeah. whole. Like yeah. I, I don't like people. People all make the mistake, especially like in other sports. Like think MMA is just as a, it is a sport on its own, but they think it as this different like click and all that. I don't see it like that. I'm seeing this now as for me doing MMA. I want to be a complete fighter, and not just that. I want to be an MMA fighter. I want to be a complete fighter. I want people to know me when I retire in years to come. I want people to know me that as a complete fighter I've done it all like, you know what I mean not just being a toy boxer and not just being a boxer I want to be able to say that I've d- done everything you yeah. know I mean? I've had boxing fights toy boxing fights kickboxing fights MMA fights and to fight MMA is everything put together so you can't say you're an elite you can't say you're an elite fighter all around fighter unless you've done that and that's well, I want to see myself as a complete fighter like you know what I mean like everything so love it love it um we're, we're conscious of the fact that you, you are a busy man and you've got a lot of training to do and that kind of stuff so we don't oh, want to keep you keep too to long keep, keep up with the celebrity lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> yeah we know you're in demand come and get me nails done now <laughs> <laughs> he's here not messing definitely not messing Luke Rockhold does that actually yeah I know he's mad he he's did mad it on the last uh, you'll see him better he gets, he gets, uh, he goes getting... for a pedicure or a manicure yeah. or something yeah there's nothing wrong with that he has to show his feet that's all he lost um, concentrating too much on his feet jump back to the takeover the recent takeover 7 there and Big John Mooney, the people's champion, man. People's champion. The notorious John Mooney, he likes to be called. <laughs> the notorious yeah, champion. That's his name, yeah. Uh, that was a beautiful moment, man. John Cavanaugh presenting the belt and all that. Like, yeah, it was sound, John, coming out. Like, yeah. Arsenal didn't, didn't even think he would have. And he was delighted to come along. He was. He said that he was. it was an honour for him to be there. So that was deadly, like, you know what I mean? You yeah. wouldn't get that, like, John Cavanaugh sitting ringside at small little show in a GA hall like you know mm. what I mean so that's where he started that was yeah that. but that's where he never he doesn't forget the roots and he mm. su- supporting me and that like that's my show like I'm yeah. his fighter now he's my coach so he was coming and supporting me as well like, so that's it you had a couple of SVG lads on the card as well didn't you uh, from the striking team SVG yeah, yeah I always do have have them the boys on anyway. even before it was yeah. in SVG I had them lads on anyway so but then like loads of the lads from the fight team and all came out and watched Connor was due to come out but He's so busy, he couldn't, he couldn't make yeah. it out. But uh, he was meant to come. But um, even the next morning, then I went training with Connor like after the show, and he was asked me about it and all. And he was delighted that it went well. And Brilliant. so it's it's all good. And sure, he's seeing uh, Danny was bringing up John Mooney there. He 
Connor seeing uh, John's instructions to him for the he elbow fight. It, yeah. That's yeah. right, yeah, he I remember that. It, that yeah. was deadly. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna bring John Mooney out to the gym probably in the ne- before I go to Vegas. I'll bring him out to SVG for one of the sessions because he's fucking just like when, you he's, have in, to record when it. he's in Warriors. He he, it's like it's MMA that he's wanting to do really. Like it's, he does a toy boxing, but he's still like wanting to do jits and all and take. <laughs> Does be fucking taking me down with sparring, <laughs> but he's he's so clued into everything. Like he yeah. is dead wide. Like he just be at home watching clips and all. And like, did you see them on, his, on your Snapchat when he's sitting in your car and he's doing he's practicing practicing yeah. his uppercuts? He's a good lad. Like he tr- he puts the work in. Like he like when we're in the class, like he be listening to everything that's getting told, and he does it. Like he doesn't like. It's no, he's like he's no different than anyone else in the class. Like he yeah. tries his full on best to do every single combination that we show. Like you know what I mean. And he won the people's main event. Yeah, people's main event won the belt and all. So Brilliant. he's probably still walking around the noggin with it now. <laughs> the king of the noggin, John is. I let him have that crown. Yeah, he can have the noggin. He's not taking Dunleary <laughs> off. Nah, is he? Dunleary's <laughs> <laughs> How many, how many kings can the Borough hold, man? I'm, I'm uh, Lord Mayor because I was yeah. elected by the people. The king just. They nominate themselves. So yeah, like, yeah I was like, you you wouldn't have a monarch, would you? No, Look I don't. Have, I'm elected by the people. Know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> That's what someone in the pub told me the other day. No, oh. someone told me at the suicide or survive event. I was coming in, and Steve Caddy's like, "All hail, here's the Lord Mayor of Ali Brown." I was like, "Would you shut up, you dick?" <laughs> and then he's like, "And here's the king," and he goes, "Mayor, you're the Lord Mayor because you were elected the king." I'm his brother Lord Kena where can people check you on social media and all like your snapchats are amazing you probably have a, enough followers there alright say they're all listen to this now anyway. <laughs> uh, ke- uh, my snapchat is keen underscore c my instagram is keen underscore c and then facebook just keen cowley down as well so Love it. and you've got a like page as well and all that sort of yeah that's the because yeah. that my yoke is full now like I hate that, that the way my public page is like I can't accept any more friends, like, and I can't, like, I do, like, I'd meet new people or whatever, or I'd see people I'd know and I want to add them, and I can't, so yeah. I do feel like a wanker. They have to follow me down, and it's like, not Because the, the s- last time I said, Ken, you're going to have to set up a, an athlete page, you're like, nah, I don't want to have to yeah, do I that. Yeah, I didn't want it, and it was my manager, like, that, like, when, because I needed to get a manager, it's so, like, so much, like, I'd be, like, I need, you do, I never thought I'd have to have a manager, I thought you'd only, but you do it fair, especially me with my own thing, the gym and all, it's great having, Claire there because she does all everything on the outside like contracts and sponsorship sh- shit and all they don't have yeah. to deal with that so it's good like, you know what I mean? we were talking about the last time that you might be looking for a new premises for Warriors What's yeah the, well like any, any or had to, or, on that? yeah I'm still in the middle of trying to sort something out for that like we're, I'm happy where we are like it's a grand industrial state like we're known to be there like, that's like and East Coast is there like, like a small little industrial state in Monkstown down there is mm. like has like some of the like has the highest some of the highest level jiu jitsu lads in the country and then so right across yeah. like facing them some of the best toy box in the country it's yeah. mad that little industrial state has killers in it like you know yeah, what I mean yeah. like we're literally like for martial arts like, like killer best toy boxing well. gym yeah. right next door best jiu jitsu gym the caravan in place the boys <laughs> in Man, there them, them show you the J them boys do an unreal job yeah man. and then the lads <laughs> in the garage then you have uh, Callow opened up his uh, strength and conditioning place yeah. at the top of the road yeah. as well so like Tiny little industrial state. You happy where oh, you are? Yeah, um, I'd, I'd love to stay there, but like going forward, I think 
in the future I'll need to get somewhere I, bigger maybe I went down to that car valet place and um, <laughs> me, me back seats looked like a four carpet the amount of dog hair from Cleo right yeah. <laughs> and I thought oh no this is going to be horrible like I, I the only reason I brought it there is because my Hoover couldn't get the dog hair out of the seat <laughs> like and I was like lads I'm sorry and they were like no bother no problem to be used to it sure Cosmo's hair they're constantly getting them out of seats <laughs> really because he washed me car like yeah. when I just pull up to the gym I just park it down and he washed it for me like Hoover and all and it's just always because Cosmo wrecks it like yeah. fucking that's stupid I should have a little van or something because I bring him to the beach or something gets in the car and he sits in the front seat and he's like just dripping everywhere drooling everywhere <laughs> Doing whatever he wants, and he's, he's like, "I'll oh, just jump in the back there." Just jumps in the back down, backs <laughs> the place, licks the windows. <laughs> then he comes back into the front seat and just tries to sit me lap, and I'm driving and all. So like the car is be fucking wrecked. And you so can see all that in the Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah follow the Snapchat. He literally does just sit in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> he loves he's, it. He does. He's an absolute beast, man. Love that. Is man. he getting his bit? Yeah. Uh, soon he will be. Yeah, he'll be getting the Lego or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Nova have the bitch Nova as well I mean mate Ian looks after her for me because it's hard when Leo was born it was hard to have the both of them in the gaff and yeah. all so he looks after her only up the road see her every day and all so it's handy she's going to be having pups in the next couple of months as well so there'll be a so if anybody's looking for an American ah uh, yeah but I'd say they'd be there'd be a selected few people only getting them I'd say I wouldn't they, like to yeah yeah Designer dogs, they are. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to call them. Designer a special dog. breed, all right. Yeah. Man, Designer yeah. dogs, love it. <laughs> Ken, look, man, all the best for the worlds. Thanks uh, for having me on. Can't, can't wait to see it, man. And now, when you come back, if you come back with a gold, and we'll have to get you on again sometime because it's for it's the great. Third time. It's, yeah, for the fourth time. Fourth time, uh, it's great having you on all the time, but generally, all the best for it, man. Can't wait to see you do it. I can't wait to see you bring home gold. Thanks very much. Deadly, uh, thanks, Ken. Cheers, man. The king of Dunleary and soon to be king of the MF World Championships, Mr. Kane Cowley. Enjoyed that. Great interview. He's a good lad. I like Kane. Solid. Humble. He's gone places. Be great if he wins out. When he wins over there. Are you going to yeah. try and get to it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's on at the, the Fan Expo. Like, so, yeah. And I have tickets for that. So I'm going to try to pop along at some stage. Love it. Provided, you know, Brittany doesn't catch me eye and we don't <laughs> share the glance. And, <laughs> and you spend the whole night with Brittany. Just, you know, make an excuse and tell Oxana, oh no, sorry, I'm just going to watch some UFC stuff. <laughs> yeah. Be there in the two minutes, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh God, yeah, I can't wait for Vegas. Son. Love um, that he's involved in a lot of Connors, Connors camps as well. Yeah, look, I mean, that that's brilliant, and that's that's a learning core for him as well. Like the amount mm. that he'll be able to absorb and take from that, Big training time. with a world champion, man, training with a world champion every day. Big time. But yeah, look, we wish him nothing but well. It's always great to see people from the borough doing so well, and um, I really think he, he has a shot at doing it. Um, has all the ingredients. Yeah, and he's a likable lad, and he's he's always plugging the borough. I'm all about people from the borough plugging it. It's a great I love area. The, um, John Mooney thing. Yeah, um, man, that's just slick, like, that's just slick, you know. If you can go on Kane's Facebook page somewhere, you'll find that. Yeah, if you haven't already seen the, it. The interviews and all with John Mooney made him feel like a champion for the day. It was excellent. Absolutely, the king of Sally Noggin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Fair play to John as well. Um, fair play to everybody involved with that, actually. Fantastic stuff. Graham, we're just about out of time. We are indeed. Um, don't forget to check it's been out. emotional. It has. You has. enjoy Vegas? I will. I'll do my best. Without me? Sorry, kid. <laughs> you went without me, though, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, you bailed. Uh, no, I'd already booked for July because I knew USA 200 was on. Yeah, you bailed. You knew Lesnar was coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As always, look, don't forget, check out social media stuff. Check out Kane on social media. Check out at WTS Pod on Twitter. 
facebook.com forward slash WTS pod Ireland iTunes pod bean Android Stitcher Smart Radio anywhere and everywhere there's a podcast just hit WTS pod we will be there hit subscribe hit rate give us an hour review all that sort of crack don't forget to tell a friend tell your ma tell anybody deadly I always tell you ma she still doesn't listen Jens I'd want to sort that out dope what are you <laughs> love you ma love you uh, yeah, look, that's it from this this week. Uh, don't forget FitzpatrickCastle.com. Fitzpatrick's everybody up here. Great people. Bottomless barbecue. 27 quid. Ring in advance. Give me your name. Pop up. Unlimited food. Unlimited Prosecco. Every Friday throughout the summer. Graham, that's it. I'm off to Vegas, kid. I'm off to bed. Woo! Woo! Until... Gone. Like yeah, you yeah, it. you couldn't. Dopes. Until next week when I am in Vegas. Good luck. Right, God bless. <laughs>